This week we have a double parsha, Parshas Tazria and Mitzrayim. In the beginning of Parshas Tazria, the pasuk tells us that if a woman gives birth to a baby boy, then on the eighth day we do the bris milah, the circumcision. As the pasuk says, "Biyom Hashmini Yimoyl Bisar Orlosoi." On the eighth day is when the circumcision is performed, the bris milah. The Gemara learns from the words of this week's Pasuk, where it says on the eighth day the bris should be done, that a bris may only be done by day. If a child was circumcised by night, that circumcision would be invalid halachically. Um, as the Pasuk says, biyayim, only during the day may a bris be done. Now, truth to be told, the concept of circumcision has been talked about in the Torah a number of times, because we had Avram Avinu already, um, give, uh, circumcising himself and circumcising his sons. So the concept of brismila of circumcision is not news to this week's parsha, but the mitzvah of it, which comes after the giving of Torah, is in this week's parsha. In other words, yes, Avram Avinu did it, and yes, he did it for his sons, and so many Jewish people did it, um, of many of Avram's descendants, that is, did it, yet the Torah commandment that comes after the giving of Torah comes from this week's parsha. Which means that the concept that it should be done by day specifically, that part, that angle of the mitzvah, is one that began after the giving of Torah. Which leads into a very interesting um, idea, and that is that although nowadays, after the Torah was given, the bris has to be done by day, the very first bris that was done in mass for the Jewish people actually wasn't done by day. And what am I referring to? The, there's a fascinating medrash that says the Jewish people in Mitzrayim, the Jewish people in Egypt, most of them did not um, perform circumcision. And in order for them to leave Mitzrayim, in order for the exodus, he sees Mitzrayim to happen, they had to undergo a circumcision. And yet, many or most uh, weren't that excited to do it. What did Hashem do? So it says on that night of, of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, the first night of Pesach, um, Moshe Rabbeinu made his Korban Pesach, the Paschal offering, and um, he was roasting his Paschal lamb. And the fragrance of the meat roasting was so powerful. And as the Medrash says, Hashem commanded all the winds to carry the fragrance throughout Egypt so that thousands and thousands of men come to Moshe Rabbeinu's doorstep and say, let us also partake in your carbon Pesach. We smell the fragrance. We want to have part of your carbon. And Moshe Rabbeinu tells them, no problem, but in order to partake in the carbon Pesach, you have to get a bris. You have to be circumcised. And at that point, you have thousands and thousands of men who actually perform their bris milah, their circumcision, on the very same night that they're going to leave Mitzrayim, that they're going to leave Egypt. Actually, in the morning is when they're actually going to leave. So according to this medrash, it seems that the very first bris for most Jewish people was actually done by night. Now, halachically, that's not a problem. Because, as I said, the mitzvah of doing a bris by day comes after the giving of Torah. This was before the giving of Torah. And therefore, they weren't yet commanded to do it by day. So it's okay that it was done by night. The question, though, is, why did it happen this way? If a bris, if Hashem's intention, if the mitzvah was going to be that a bris should be done by day, why is it that the first bris, 
and the one that was done by tens of thousands together, a public bris, if you will, or a mass bris, why is it that that, that one specifically was done by night? What's the deeper meaning? What's the deeper lesson in the fact that the first big mass bris was by night and later all of the bris that we do throughout the generation since the giving of Torah is by day? Now there's an interesting statement in the Holy Zohar by Rav Shimon Bar Yochai. He quotes a Pasuk in Tehillim, chapter 139, where the Pasuk says that as far as Hashem is concerned, there's no real difference between night and day. The Pasuk says, Gam mimeka. Darkness doesn't really, is not dark for you. Light shines like day for you, Hashem. Says the Zohar, on that night when Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, it was Laila Kayom Yoir. The night shone like day. The spiritual revelation of that night was so great that it was like daytime in the middle of the night. So it's written in Sforim, one of the great uh, Torah commentators and authors lived a couple hundred years ago, is known uh, by his acronym, the Chido, Rabbi Chaim Yosef David Azulai. He writes, well, that's why they could do the bris on that night, because that night was like day. After all, the Zohar said, Laila Kayom Yoir, light shone like day on that night. So then they could do the bris as well, says the Chido. But obviously, it wasn't literally day, it was night. And there were other mitzvahs that they did that night that had to be done by night, like eating the Karban Pesach. So what we seem to be saying is that for the bris, for the mitzvah, for that first bris, then night was like day. But why? Why is it that way? And again, what's the reason why that first bris is different than all the other later bris? And that one was done by night in this super night where night shines like day. But later, all brisen must be done literally in the day. <clears throat> and the Rebbe explains it in the following way. The bris, the word bris means a covenant and represents the great covenant that a Jew or Jewish child or Jewish person may, is making with Hashem when that bris, when that uh, circumcision is being performed. There is the, a regular way of relationship with Hashem. You know, in, a, in an orderly fashion. When we connect to doing a mitzvah, to doing another mitzvah, and that is orderly, and that's regular, the day-to-day form of service as we connect to Hashem. There are times, though, when we have to take an extreme leap, if you will. When a person is a very, in a very, very far or low situation, in a deep rut, and the only way to connect is through, in a, unor- in a disorderly way. Um, breaking out of the regular boundaries and jumping out of their situation, jumping out of the rut, if you will, and connecting to Hashem. This is what was happening on that first night when they left Egypt. As we know, the Jewish people in Egypt were on an extremely low level spiritually, uh, physically on every level, a slave nation, physically, uh, spiritually on a terrible situ- uh, um, level. And therefore, they needed this shock treatment, so to speak. And that's why Hashem reveals Himself to them in this tremendous revelation that happened on that first night. Um, A revelation that breaks all boundaries. And that breaking all boundaries, where the greatest levels of divinity come and are revealed in the lowest place and decadent and immoral places to a lowly nation and brings them up to Himself, is one that breaks all boundaries, including the boundaries of light and dark, of night and day, 
and helps the Jewish people jump out of where they are into the lap, so to speak, of Hashem. And that's why that first bris is different than all the later brisim. Later, we're already a Jewish nation. We're already a holy nation. We already have a neshama, a soul. So our connection to Hashem is orderly. And therefore, it has orderly laws and rules and day versus night and what can be done when and how. But when the person is in the need of that shock treatment, of that um, leap and connection above and beyond any limitation and order, then the boundaries of night and day, light and dark, fall away as well. As Hashem reveals that level, as the Zohar said, where night and day become equal. So that the lesson of this for all of us on a daily level is that in our avodah there's also times when we're meant to jump out of a situation. There is regular, orderly, step-by-step, what has all the regular rules and, and order and boundaries, if you will. But there are times when a person feels that the only way out is something that requires that leap, requires something that doesn't have any boundaries. And the difference between night and day or light and dark or times of revelation or not fall away as Hashem gives us the ability always to jump out of any situation and reconnect to Him in a way like Yitzhiya's Mishraim, like leaving Egypt. Have a wonderful Shabbos.